0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Oh, I gotta get rid of that. Ladies and gentlemen, George Wilder Jr. Life belongs to you. No one else. No matter uh, uh, what, your life belongs to you. Okay. Uh, happy holidays, everybody. We're up on it. We're up on it. 2019 is just around the corner. I I don't really like dating shows, you know, putting a date on a show. Uh, but you know, this is a special time of the year. We're de- December, New Year's holidays. We had a well, my family and I had a great Thanksgiving. And um hopefully you did you did too. Well anyway, uh it's a beautiful day in the city of Chicago. I hope it's great where you are and wherever you are in the world. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air and it, it's cold. <laughs> it feels like winter. The meteorologists, weathermen, I guess, the meteorologists are constantly saying that uh it's basically um the weather is it's it's too cold basically they're saying that it's the temperature is what am i what am i looking for here <laughs> the temperature is uh is below normal that's what it is below normal normal sometimes my brain doesn't work folks i mean you know as you get older things start to go <laughs> but i i think i think i'm okay for now Anyway, the George Wilder Jr. Show now on the air. Let no one control your life. Your life belongs to you. We're going to get started on talking about that. And there are some questions I want to try and get to that some listeners have sent in asking. Some of them are too personal to answer, but I'll answer what I can. And I I always like this. I always like answering questions of, of viewers, but especially those who don't know my work as well as others do it it's always so we're going to try to get that uh get to that in maybe i don't know 30 minutes an hour or so because we do have uh people on the show and um anyway let no one control your life let no your life belongs to you there's so many people out there folks who will try to manipulate you who will try to fool you scam you make you think that they're more than what they are you know, whenever you come across people who want you to think that they're more than what they are, avoid them. Avoid them. You you just can't uh, deal with people who are uh, thinking they're more than what they are. They think they're better than you are. They think they can control your life. You don't want anyone controlling your life. I'm, even some religions are out there trying to control your life. That's what they want. Jackleg preachers, someone who goes by a ten dollar Bible. And then, and tr- uh, then come out, uh, hangs hangs around some church and try to manipulate and control people. I do think that George Carlin says his best. But you know, George Carlin is going to be George Carlin. I'm talking about the late George Carlin. He's not with us anymore, but a lot of his comedy material <laughs> is still with us. <laughs> and the guy is funny. He's totally funny. Sometimes I think he's a bit off the cuff, but You because I have a few things on on this show where he is uh, a guest Uh, well uh, he's not a guest but it's a clip so a couple of clips of George Carlin on the George Wilder Jr. show and he talks about control and religion is one way people uh, control other people why do people uh, let themselves be controlled I don't know but you can probably guess A lot of them are stupid, a lot of, I hate, you know, but it's true, a lot of them are stupid, a lot of them are dumb, a lot of them are just gullible, and there's those who are just gullible and friendly, and and a lot of the uh, folks who want to control your life, they see this. They can tell gullible people, they can tell people with not much of an education, they can tell uh, uh, people who will let their lives be manipulated. And uh, you know this is the way some of these jackleg preachers uh, are able to get into your finances because that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. There is no way a, a human being on this earth should uh, should be to someone who holds a Bible or someone who thinks they have some sort of authority over you because, you know, they're going to make your life better. It it shouldn't be. You shouldn't be around people who are going to try to tell you, tell you when to sit, when to stand, what to say, who to talk to. That's control. People let themselves be controlled, be controlled. I mean, you've got people with money who let themselves be controlled. They're looking for something to control them (laughs) like a robot. You know, you have your little, you you have your little PlayStation, or and your little controller, and you just control the people, you control uh, uh folks, um people out there, you know. Let nobody control you. Let nobody think that your life belongs to them. Your like your life belongs to you. Your life belongs to you, and no one else. The people out there are gonna try to do it. They're gonna try to uh um. They're going to try and uh, manipulate you, bully you, uh, try to make you feel as if you're not good enough, and they themselves are not good enough. majority of the time, the people who are trying to make your life miserable, their lives are miserable because if their lives weren't miserable, they wouldn't be too busy trying to make your life miserable. Remember that. When people are trying to, to uh, tell you that you can't make it, or you can't do this, or you shouldn't do this, or they control a certain part, they think they may control a certain part of your life, those people are totally unhappy. And I've said this a thousand times before. When you run up on bullies, you have to stand up to bullies. Have to, I have to stand up to one today. Okay, Uh, so I know what I'm talking about. I had to stand up to a bully today and they are out here. They're all over the uh, country. They're all over America. They're all over the world. Bullies are everywhere. But the majority of bullies, just like President Donald Trump. Damn, I I said it. Wow. I said President Donald Trump. That's something I never say on this show. If I'm going to mention Trump. I'm going to call him Trump, not President Donald Trump, because there's there are um, um, postings on Facebook and a lot of other social networking sites saying never, ever call Donald Trump president because he's a fake president. I believe that. Russia, I mean, he colluded with Russia. Russia colluded with him. Uh and installed him into our White House. So Donald Trump is a fake president. There's no doubt about that. But let no one control your life. Let Your life belongs to you. If you let someone control your life, you're, you're finished. You're done. Because that's all they want to do is to uh, uh, make you a puppet on a string. And you should not do that. You're not anybody's puppet. You know, there's a lot of people out here who will do that. You stand up to bullies. You stand up to those who will lie on you, who will cheat, who will try to ruin your life. They will try to, you know, interfere into your life, interfere into what you're doing, interfere into what you love to do. Do not let that happen. When push comes to shove, who knows? They may be. Conscious of ruining your life forever, only because you let them do it, you stand up to bullies. You do not back down, no matter what. If you feel that you're in the right and you have the finances to prove it, stand up to bullies. Get away from those assholes who think they can control your life, who think they have a, 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 a plan to deal with your life. <laughs> I want to say this again Get away from those kinds of people if you, don't, if you don't get away from those kinds of people They will bring you down They will ruin your life Because I've said before uh, Most of these kind of, kinds of people They have no lives of their own Just think about it If someone had a life Would they be so busy 24-7 figuring out How to ruin yours No, they have no life they have no life. And the majority of these people are scared ass cowards. You stand up to them. You when I say blow, I don't mean, you know, the other I'm talking about like blow like that. They'll fall over. You have to confront bullies. If, you know, if bullies are constantly on your trail, then there's uh things you can do. You can call yourself a lawyer, or you can call hotlines, or you can call, there's tons of people, You can, the police, because bullies are out here, they're out here everywhere, and they're out here to manipulate you and get your money. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio. Let no one control your life. Your life belongs to you. That, that is no doubt about it. Your life belongs to you. But there are so many gullible people out here who somehow turn their lives over to asshole people, and they're ruined. They're ruined. It's even happening today. Right now, as I'm sitting at this microphone trying to uh, tell people not to let other people ruin their lives. You don't need anybody to ruin your life. You can do it. You, <laughs> you can do that all by yourself. But there's people out here who will try and do that. And they get off on that. I mean, it's like a climax or something on or orgasm. They get off on seeing you hurt, seeing you miserable, seeing you scared, uh, stiff. This is what they get off on. And you have to stand your ground no matter what. No matter what. These kinds of people will see their day one day. They cannot keep standing because uh, we're wise to them. We, We are wise to them. I mean, this kind of stuff is happening everywhere. Workplaces, nursing homes, hospitals, apartment buildings. This kind of stuff is happening everywhere, no matter where you go. Walking down the street, on the street corners, or wherever you go, school, bullying is happening everywhere, everywhere. There's always someone somewhere trying to manipulate you, bully you, control your life, scare you, and threaten you. Stand up to these assholes. They're out there, and they will continue to be out there, but you don't have to deal with a lot of this crap, you know. Bullies are going to be bullies. A lot of people think bullies are children at grade school. Bullies can also be adults. Bullies can also be adults. Adults can be jealous of you because you're doing something. They may not like the way you uh, dress. They may not like the company that you have in your apartment or your house. So they're going to come after you. They're going to come after you. Because they want to bring you down. And, and as I said before, a majority of bullies, they do not have lives of their own. That's why they go around trying to fuck with other people. That's why. All right. You've been listening to The George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio. And once again, folks, let nobody control your life. Let no one control your life. Your life belongs to you. If you agree to that, (laughs) drop me an email or inbox me or something or send me a question that you want me to answer. But that is so true. Too many people do that. I mean, I think I actually think that most people have been bullied at some point. And time in their lives, whether it's at school, at work, uh, at home, uh, in your apartment, most people have been bullied, you know, but – and bullying still going on. I think bullying has been here since the beginning of time. Bullying will be here uh, at the end of time. There's no stopping it. It's going to always be here, but you – do not have to be bullied. Your child does not have to be bullied. Your mother, your father we, does not have to be bullied. Stand up to bullies, fight bullies the best way that you can, and they will leave you alone. They'll probably go and try and bully someone else. I, I mean, when I was a kid in grade school, it was this bully. I mean, he really used to pound on me. But one day, I decided in class, this was a classroom, this could have been, I don't know, sixth or seventh grade or something, um, elementary school. But anyway, he started pounding on me and I just got the sick fuck of it and I just started pounding him back. And as soon as I started pounding him back, uh, standing up to him, um, he'd hit me, I'd hit him. I laid him out one day, folks. (laughs) I tore his ass up. Uh, And after that, we were best friends. We be, I, I've told this story a million times before. But after that, we were best friends. Now, I know this doesn't, is not going to happen in every case. But what I'm trying to say here and what I'm trying to get across is you stand up to bullies. I mean, if you kids are listening out there and you're having a problem in your school, stand up to bullies. Do not show them that you are afraid. You show someone that you are afraid, they're coming after you. You show someone that you're weak and you're gullible, they're coming after you. You show someone that you're very nice, you're very kind, uh, you're very loving, you're very giving, they're coming after you. Because they feel that they can manipulate you and get something from you yell at you and scream. But th- there's uh, there's no doubt about it. If you're too nice to someone, they will try to take advantage of that. If you're too nice to someone, you've heard that old slogan, that old saying, uh, kindness uh, is weakness. A lot of people believe that. If you're kind to someone, some people will take it as a weakness, that stupidity on their part. Because I can be, for, for, for me, I can be as kind as I can be. I can be as sweet as I can be. You fuck with me, I'll never forgive you. <laughs> I can be as giving and loving, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people out here can be and do the same thing. But sometimes, if you're giving, you're you're loving, you're you're caring, somebody somewhere is gonna say, "Wow, he must be weak." You ever had somebody uh, say to you, "Oh man, I was just kidding." Oh man, I was just bullshitting. Oh man, you, I was just joking. No, they weren't. They found out that you're not gonna take their stuff. They're bullshit. They're backing down because you said, hey, you're not going to bully me. You're not going to threaten me. You're not going to uh, uh, manipulate me. You're not going to control me. And they will leave you alone. They will leave you alone. I mean, I've I've been on a uh, receiving end of a lot of this stuff, so I should know what I'm talking about. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people out there have been on the receiving end of a lot of Crap in their life You know so um, Let no one Control your life Let your life belong to you If someone gives up their life uh, If someone Out here let, their, let Themselves be controlled And there's a lot of people Letting themselves being controlled And, and They come up on someone Who is not letting themselves themselves be controlled they'll try to recruit you (laughs) into whatever cult that they're in that's controlling you that's controlling them to control you that's crazy but it's happening hey hey george there's this preacher over here man and he he's good uh they told me to bring you over that's someone who is being controlled by a religion who is trying to recruit someone else into being controlled by that same religion, you know, so uh, stay away from that kind of thing. But I know there's a lot of people out there who's going to uh, let themselves be controlled because some people are just gullible. Some people are just kind. Some people are just, you know, uh, nice and sweet kinds of people and those kinds of people are what the crooks are after. They're after you. You know, I mean this this is how a lot of women are a lot of young girls are sold into sex trafficking or recruited into sex craft, excuse me, <laughs> recruited into sex trafficking because they meet some guy You know, a lot of them, a lot of these young girls, their hormones are raising, raging, you know, they meet some dirtbag thug, you know, they have sex, all of a sudden the thug drugs them, beats them, and next thing you know, these young girls are out on the street, their lives have been upended, Uh, whatever career path they were heading on, uh, it's over. Because they, you know, some, they ran into some guy who uh, started to beat on them, mistreat them, you know. And um, that's it. Uh, a lot of these guys are bullies to the women. I, I, I there's another story I wanted to tell pertaining to uh, sex trafficking. I mean, I was walking down the street one day in front of my own building here, and I overheard this young lady. Uh, she must have been no more than 19 or 20, maybe, and she's talking loud. You know, and she was saying what I heard her say is, "If my boyfriend doesn't beat me, it means that he does not love me." And I just, I, I couldn't get that out of my head. I think I put it in a book or a story somewhere later on, but because sometimes you hear things, overhear things that other people say, and you say, "Wow, that would be great to add on to some this story I'm writing or this book I'm writing." But I um, I was just taken back to, to time. I was taken back by that. And I always tell that story on the air uh, because someone somewhere ha- probably didn't hear it. Um, it, it. It's, It's just tragic that people let other people control them. Some women like being beaten. I mean... Like being treated badly. I mean, in some cases, if if someone's pimp is locked up, if her pimp is locked up and he's in jail, and he used to beat the hell out of her, she's looking for somebody. To, she's going to go out and look for somebody. She's going to try and find somebody who uh, going to treat her badly. Maybe even worse than her pimp. Some women are like that. I mean, some women are just prone to to abuse there's a lot of women out there who are not prone to abuse but there's a few uh uh, uh who are not prone to abuse but some women are uh, are just uh, like to be abused i mean i mean if a guy came along like me and said hey can we you know and and with flowers and candy <laughs> if a guy came along like me with with flowers and candy they don't want that <laughs> they don't want no fucking flowers and candy they want hard sex and to be and and to be uh treated badly you treat some women badly you you have them for life but I could never do that I could never uh I had I, I've been married I've had girlfriends but But I never struck anybody. I never, there was never any abuse in any of the relationships, none whatsoever. I think there was one or two relationships that I have where I thought that the, the woman was abusive. <laughs> I said, hell no, you ain't going to be hitting on me. No way. <laughs> you don't know who I am, do you? You don't know what I'm capable of. But anyway, let no one control your life. Your life belongs to you. And uh, we're up against the clock here, so we're going to have to move on. Um, here is Ashley Judd on the George Wilder Jr. Show. All right. Next on the to-do list.
0: When we take over the DNC. <laughs> oh, Michael. My God. Ashley. My name is Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd is and here. I am a feminist. I want to say hello to Independence Avenue in the back. All the way down to 17th Street. Wow. And I bring you words from Nina Donovan, a 19-year-old in Middle Tennessee, and she has given me the privilege of telling you what she has to say. I am a nasty woman. I'm not as nasty as a man who looks like he bathes in Cheeto dust. A man whose words are a death track to America. Electoral college sanctioned hate speech contaminating this national anthem. I'm not as nasty as Confederate flags being tattooed across my city. Maybe the South actually is going to rise again, maybe for some, it never really fell. Blacks are still in shackles and graves just for being black. Slavery has been reinterpreted as the prison system in front of people who see melanin as animal skin. I am not as nasty as a swastika painted on a pride flag. And I didn't know devils could be resurrected, but I feel Hitler in these streets, a mustache traded for a toupee, Nazis renamed the cabinet electroconversion therapy, the new gas chambers shaming the gay out of America, turning rainbows. Into suicide notes I am not as nasty as racism, fraud, conflict of interest, homophobia, sexual assault, transphobia, white supremacy, misogyny, ignorance, white privilege. I'm not as nasty as using little girls like Pokemon before their bodies have even developed. I am not as nasty as your own daughter being your favorite sex symbol. Like your wet dreams infused with your own genes, but yeah, I'm a nasty woman. A loud, vulgar, proud, woman. I'm not nasty like the combo of Trump and Pence being served up to me in my voting booth. I'm nasty like the battles my grandmother fought to get me into that voting booth. I'm nasty like the fight for wage equality Scarlett Johansson, why were the female actors paid less than half of what the male actors earned last year? See, even when we do go into higher paying jobs, our wages are still cut with blades sharpened by testosterone. Why is the work of a black woman and a Hispanic woman worth only 63 and 54 cents of a white man's privileged daughter. This is not a feminist myth. This is inequality. So we are not here to be debunked. We are here to be respected. We are here to be nasty. I'm nasty. Like my blood stains on my bed sheets, we don't actually choose. If and when to have our periods, believe me, if we could, some of us would. We don't like throwing away our favorite pairs of underpants. Tell me, why are pads and tampax still taxed? Ooh, that was a brand name. Why are tampons and pads still taxed when Viagra and Rogaine are not? Is your erection really more than... Protecting the sacred, messy part of my womanhood is the bloodstain on my jeans more embarrassing than the thinning of your hair. I know it is hard to look at your own entitlement and privilege. You may be afraid of the truth. I am unafraid to be honest. It may sound petty, bringing up a few extra cents. It adds up to the pile of change I have yet to see in my country. I can't see. My eyes are too busy praying to my feet, hoping you don't mistake eye contact for wanting physical contact. Half my life. I have been zipping up my smile, hoping you don't think I want to unzip your jeans. I am unafraid to be nasty because I am nasty like Susan, Elizabeth, Eleanor, Amelia, Rosa, Gloria, Condoleezza, Sonia, Malala, Michelle, Hillary. And our pussies ain't for grabbing therefore reminding you that our walls are stronger than america's ever will be our pussies are for our pleasure they are for birthing new generations of filthy vulgar nasty proud christian muslim buddhist Think you name it for new generations of nasty women so if you A nasty woman, or you love one, who is, let me hear you say, hell yeah. Hell
2: yeah! Hell yeah! yeah. yeah. I love you.
0: Thank you.
3: So I woke up this morning,
0: picked up the Washington Post,
1: Republicans try to ensure they will be in charge of future elections. This is going on all over the country, folks. Republicans are cheating, rigging, even though they've lost. They're cheating and rigging and lying to stay in power. They're doing it. They've done it in Wisconsin. Now they're doing it in North Carolina, and I'm pretty sure a lot of other states around, uh, uh, the country where there are uh, Republican legislatures. They're, these people are just thugs and crooks and criminals. The state is already marred in allegations that Republicans are behind ballot theft in a rural, co- in a rural county. They are. They're stealing elections, they're stealing votes, and they're doing it right out in the open. Stealing the election, stealing votes. And it's, it's, uh, it's heartbreaking to know. But I think that the Republicans are just ruin it, ruining it for their party uh, in the future. They do not give a fuck of how they look or how things are going. They are going to cheat, 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 cheat and lie. Okay, Republicans in North Carolina. I got the wrong. That's the wrong. <laughs> that's the wrong one. Okay, this is the right one. Republicans in North Carolina are attempting to push through a bill that would ensure their control over voting procedures in election years. In other words, they're pushing through bills to suppress the vote. Stop early voting, limit all kinds of voting. State representative David uh, representative David Lewis, who chairs the election committee, filed the bill in North Carolina's House of Representatives on Monday amid allegations of Republican-led ballot theft. I mean, they were talking about ballot theft and the Republicans prove that they stole the election during the midterm, during the midterms. The Democrats who are fully elected to the House of Representatives in Congress, they're going to have to do something about this. They're going to have to do something about Republicans uh, stealing votes, suppressing the votes. This is how we lost Georgia. This is how we lost Texas. This is how we lost Mississippi. Republicans cheating. Cheating. And they're doing it out in the open. For instance, North Carolina has more registered Democrats than Republicans, and they know it, which would mean a Republican member of every election board in the state would be in charge of voting uh, procedures during the election years. And I've said this before, and, and a lot of these states who, that are purposely trying to, wanting to, and, and in some cases are suppressing the votes. These states should sue. Sue their asses outright because they are circumventing the Constitution. Sue. Take these jackasses to court. Take these rotten, low-down, stinking Republicans to court. And you will win because the federal judge would be on the side of the Constitution. And I hope these uh, people hear my voice. Take these jackasses to court federal court. They can't do that. They're they're uh messing with the constitution. But this is happening everywhere, all over the place. Republicans have lost, but they will not go away. Especially Republicans in some of these uh uh states where they control everything. They control everything and especially in some of these states where there's more Democrats than there are Republicans they are going to they are going to suppress the vote in any fashion gerrymandering whatever you want to call it in any way that they possibly can they're going to keep people down they're going to try and keep their foot on the backs of the people of their states by saying that they cannot vote they uh the Democrats have one uh solution to this and that's to sue their asses back to hell from where they came from. And I'll say this again. I think voters around this country and around the world should vote out every fucking Republican there is. Vote these scoundrels, these liars, these pigs, these crooks, these thugs, vote asses out of office everywhere I say this almost on every show that I do vote these out of office vote them out and I I don't see where this is going to really end for the Republicans in some of these legislatures because uh, a lot of uh, in the House of Representatives in some of these legislatures these guys and girls are only doing two years so in two years they will be voted out but they but the Republicans are doing their dirt. They are doing dirt. So, uh, you know, vote these jackasses out. And, and I have been all over social media, and we have been saying the same thing. Vote these motherfuckers out. They are all about suppressing the vote, keeping, you, keeping their foots on the back of your necks. Vote them all out. I understand it. it may be a little tough now that they're trying to uh cut the legs out from under Democrat Democratic candidates b- before uh January 3rd. They're trying to do so much uh to solidify power even though they lost before Democrats take control on January 3rd. They're trying to do everything that they possibly can. How can anybody at any time anywhere be a fucking Republican. I hope Republicans never call this show because this show is not for that. You got too many people out here, ah, Republicans, Republicans. Uh they're doing it they've they've done it in Wisconsin. I don't think it's gonna work. I really it may work for a while, but it's not gonna work forever. Republicans are just scoundrels. They are a syndicate. They are a mob. They are a mob of of uh crooks, and I hope Mueller gets them all. This is just crazy. This is just crazy. The state is already marred with Republicans behind battle. They're stealing votes. They've stolen votes. I mean, there could there could have been a lot more of the blue wave if it wasn't for the Republicans Stealing votes, pressing the vote, keeping people from voting their right to vote. So I think a lot of these states ought to sue, and I haven't heard not one state that the Republicans are trying to circumvent. uh, Say they're going to sue, but the Democrats have have to do something. They have to do something. Stop these Republicans who are trying to stop Americans from doing their duty, their civic duty, and that's voting. That's voting. We've had an election. Obviously, Republicans, they're they're not going to go away. Uh, They want control. They want control of the state. I, I can tell you this. I think in some of these Republican states, I think people should just get the fuck up and leave. Leave them. Leave them with nothing, nothing, no people to govern. But I understand that some people are just poor. Some people are poor. Some people are broke. They can't afford to move because if they could, if they could afford to move, they would. You know, the same thing here in Illinois. A lot of people uh, just can't afford to move. They can't afford to move. And homelessness is rising. I mean, homelessness is just off the hook in Illinois, and I'm pretty sure around America. But nobody's looking out for the homeless. Nobody's looking out for the homeless. I mean, around the holidays, I mean, hey, wow, you know. But after that, to hell with them. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show, and this just came across the, on one of my um, screens here. That um, and I want to say this too: that a lot of people are still out here cel- uh, not celebrating, but uh, yeah, celebrating ce- celebrating the life of George H. W. Bush. Uh, I I do think he was a great president. I do think that he was a super duper president when he, he he only served one term. So, but he's a better president than, <laughs> than Trump could ever be. I mean, if you see Trump, uh, walking around doing a concession, uh, you know, the, the his body lying in state, Trump looked mean. He looks mean, nasty, and honorary. Like he doesn't want to be there. They told him he couldn't speak. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's pissed because he can't say nothing. But anyway, it's not about Trump. It, uh, you know, this is not about Trump. This was a day of mourning for his family. I saw bits and pieces of this uh, on television. I see these photographs, and they just and they're just popping up uh, all over the place of, of Barbara Bush and her husband George H. W. Bush, who both are now passed away. And I'm hearing that they have been buried next to their daughter, three-year-old daughter, that. Uh, Died of leukemia some years ago So It's you know It's all good I'm pretty sure Trump is just aching in his Quaking in his boots because he's got his Trump's got his mind on one thing Robert Mueller The Russia investigation Who's going to jail next (laughs) If he's going to jail If he's going to be indicted or subpoenaed That's what his He's walking around the, the funeral Brigade (laughs) <laughs> thinking oh my goodness uh, Michael Cohen <laughs> just just ratted him out again he is thinking about that he's not thinking about Bush lying in state he's not thinking about Michelle Obama all the presidents at this guy's funeral you know he's not thinking about the motorcade I mean, he's thinking about not hoping not to have the handcuffs put on his ass that's what he's thinking about Did you read the story of, I don't know, did you read the story about Donald Trump? Uh, I can't think of uh, what it exactly was, but anyway, he, he took his entire motorcade across the street. And people were bitching about he could have just walked. This is what I'm saying. Donald Trump loves power. He Loves power, and he's scared shitless that he's not going to be reelected, and he shouldn't. He shouldn't even get to close to being reelected. Mueller, hurry up! We need the handcuffs now. He should not be close to being reelected. Donald uh, Donald Trump loves power, and there's people all over the world saying that Donald Trump should resign. I've said this a lot, uh, a hell of a lot. Donald Trump will not resign. He loves power too much. I mean, this guy is drunk on power. He likes power. He wants to destroy the remaining of the. <laughs> he wants to, de- de- excuse me, he wants to destroy the remaining of what's left of America. That's his job. That's his job. That's Putin's job is to destroy America. I mean, because every time Donald Trump comes out saying what he's going to do, he's taking away this, he's taking away that. He's uplifting everything that Obama has done. His job is to take this country down. Remember, Donald Trump cannot borrow money in the United States. He cannot get credit in the United States. The man has had six or seven bankruptcies. And plus all of these Russia investigations and indictments uh, uh, into people around him. Yeah, a lot of people around Donald Trump have have gone to jail. In his immediate circle, they have gone to fucking jail. And every American out here, we're waiting until Donald Trump goes to jail. Someone was saying that if Donald Trump is uh, indicted or if he's subpoenaed or if he's – Um, is charged criminally, will he go gracefully? No. Donald Trump will not go to jail gracefully. He will not leave that White House gracefully. No way. I mean, he's going to leave that White House kicking and screaming. He loves power. We're going to have to have the Secret Service, uh, the military, and the National Guard dragging his ass out of the White House, off the White House lawn, into a paddy wagon. He is not going to go uh, graciously. He's going to kick and scream because he loves power. He loves power. And it's a shame that... uh, Yeah, he loves power, so he's not going to go gracefully. All right, we'll be right back. We're going to take a musical break, folks. We will come back. Hey, everybody. The George Wilder Jr. Show is Mashed now out. in session. The you finest internet radio talk Mashed show out. and podcast you in the land of Illinois on Mashed the north side out. of the great,
4: great city of Chicago. You are now on the air. Fun time, ladies and gentlemen. Thank Mashed you for joining out. me. Have a great
1: time. Break <laughs> I'm looking at all this stuff here That I've, I've got to play And going to let you hear Alright, here we go
5: Tonight's other headline A republic if you can keep it With his back against the wall The president has re-embarked On an all too familiar campaign To undermine and cast doubt On American institutions Because he didn't lose control Of the house, America did Almost as soon as the results were in, Trump questioned the validity of U.S. elections, unleashing a storm of tweets in the past 48 hours that, without any evidence, accused election officials in Florida and Arizona of fraud. On Wednesday, he turned his attention on the Mueller investigation, firing his own attorney general, Jeff Sessions, for failing to be his dutiful stooge at the Department of Justice. In his place, Trump bypassed the similarly principled number two, Rod Rosenstein, instead announcing the appointment of Matthew Whitaker as acting attorney general. Coincidentally, I'm sure Whitaker has been a vocal critic of the Mueller investigation, which he will now be charged with overseeing. Next in the path of Trump tornado, the president turned his wrath toward the press for daring to ask him questions. After a chaotic press conference on Wednesday, the White House pulled the press pass of CNN. Chief White House Correspondent Jim Acosta. On Friday, when asked if Acosta's pass would be permanently revoked, Trump doubled down, saying more press passes could be pulled in the future.
3: I think Jim Acosta is a very unprofessional man. I th- He does this with everybody. He gets paid to do that. You know, he gets paid to burst in. As far as I'm concerned, I haven't made that decision. But it could be others also.
5: She also fired away at a PBS reporter calling her racist and another CNN reporter calling her question stupid. And finally, though, check back in a few minutes, uh, Trump renewed his attack on birthright citizenship, promising an executive order to end the practice. Because that's likely unconstitutional, though, the move is almost certain to tee up a battle in the Supreme Court. That's something the president readily acknowledges.
3: We will be signing it soon.
5: Was it a political start? No, no,
3: no. Oh, we're signing it. We're doing it. And it'll probably work
5: its way up to the Supreme Court. Yes, this is all fine. In a matter of one week, the president has attacked the rule of law and the Constitution on no less than three fronts. The independence of the Department of Justice, the First Amendment and freedom of the free press, and the 14th Amendment. Now, lest you say, but, S E, you didn't care when Obama threatened the press. Oh yeah, I did. Plenty of us were critical of the 44th president for seizing phone and email records of reporters from the AP and the New York Times and Fox News reporter James Rosen. And of course, other presidents before Trump were guilty of constitutional overreach. In 1937, FDR infamously attempted to pack the courts with friendly judges. There was the Box 13 scandal of 1948 when LBJ was accused of stuffing 202 additional ballots into a box which miraculously swung the Texas Senate election in his favor at the last minute. And of course there was Nixon's Saturday Night Massacre in 1973 where he fired both his attorney general and deputy attorney general when they refused to fire Archibald Cox, a special prosecutor charged with investigating the Watergate scandal. While history is replete with greedy and craven presidents who tried to expand executive power and undermine the Constitution, none has attacked the rule of law and the Constitution on so many fronts at the same time. And we haven't even gotten to the latest allegations of campaign finance violations by Trump. Here's the deal. As Americans... We have the distinct privilege of having inherited a Republican system of government which conspicuously features systems of checks and balances and separations of power. Also enshrined in this republic, the rights of a free press, which in part is meant to ensure that those entrusted with the power this system affords them will be held accountable. Our system of democracy can be clunky, it can be slow, it sometimes can be arcane. But for the past 230 years, it's served us pretty well. The Founding Fathers, in their infinite wisdom, came up with this system to prevent the very kind of arbitrary, ego-driven, imperialist behavior that Trump finds so alluring, especially when he feels threatened. So the question is, how strong is our republic? We're about to find out. For more on this, let me bring in the host of The Axe Files, David Axelrod. Uh, Good to see you. Axe, is Trump freaking out in light of the (laughs) midterm election results?
3: It sure would seem that way. I mean, uh, you know, the the thing about Donald Trump is there's never been an R on his gear shift. Uh, Whenever he encounters trouble or obstacles, he tends to step on the gas, and that's what we've seen since the primary. A different kind of person uh, would have been reflective about the result, because at the yeah. end of the day, it was quite a good day for Democrats, uh, and the Republican Party lost in places that the Republican Party has rarely lost before. And that should have been uh, that should have been a pause uh, for him, a cause for uh, some introspection. He's not an introspective person, no. and it seems like his reaction was to. Uh, was to lash that da- out, was to double down in all the ways that you uh, I- identified. So, uh, you know, I'm not very hopeful <laughs> about what the next uh, weeks and months are going to bring.
5: So, the first thing the president did um, when it was clear the Republicans would keep the Senate was fire Jeff Sessions because he could. Now, mm-hmm. some are saying not to worry, the Mueller investigation will be just fine. Democrats will have options. Are you worried about the integrity of that investigation?
3: Well, I think everybody has to be worried about it because I think the reason that, you know, uh, Mr. Whitaker was not the first, second, third, or fourth person you'd think of. There is actually a succession uh, a system in place uh, that would have called for the deputy yes. attorney general to be the acting attorney general, perhaps the solicitor general, and there is a prescribed uh, roster to choose from. Instead, he got plucked. Uh, out of semi-obscURITY, and apparently, yeah. and now we know that he auditioned for this role right. on CNN by speaking about how he thought the Mueller investigation uh, was uh, illegal and uh, out mm-hmm. of bounds, and he uh, had prescribed ways for, for, uh, for essentially, uh, uh, you know, thwarting it, uh, and uh, so one gets the distinct feeling that he is there for that purpose. Maybe yeah. he won't do that. But there are other things that have come up that relate to the other things on your list that yeah. are disturbing because he's written and spoken about the, uh, about the, the, uh, super- uh, the court system as an inferior branch uh, right. of, uh, of government. He, he, he thinks Marbury versus Madison, one of the bedrocks of American uh, government, uh, was uh, improperly decided. And it makes and, and so if he's advising the president on the yeah. constitutionality of the things that he's doing, we're in for some rocky moments here.
5: Well, on to the next one. I'm sorry for the whiplash, but there's a lot to to cover, <laughs> and I want good. your take on it yeah. all. Um, life, Trump is alleging
3: life in Trump world, yeah.
5: I know. Um, get used to it. Trump is alleging, without evidence, that there's been election fraud in Arizona. Only after it started looking like Kirsten Cinema might win, he's alleging election fraud in Florida. Uh, Let me be clear. There's evidence of incompetence there, but none yet of fraud at all. What are the consequences, in your mind, of the president of the United States casting doubt so recklessly on the electoral process?
3: Look, my my great concern about—I very much believe in this system that we have, and I understand that when someone in the party opposite you gets elected. They're going to make policy, and you may not like that policy. Right. That's fine. That is the system. But we need the president of the United States, who is a trustee of our institutions, uh, to, to uphold those institutions and not deliver hammer blows to them when they deliver a result that he doesn't like. The yeah. fact of the matter is there is no evidence in either state uh, of, of fraud or illegality, and the Republican Secretary of State in Florida uh, said as much today. Uh, so the president, uh, he tends to want to invalidate institutions that, that defy him or where results, uh,
4: we've made, it is no surprise that so many of us are utterly devastated by the election of Donald Trump. I have been very clear about my opposition to this president. And everyone knows what I believe. I believe he is one of the most dishonorable, deceitful and despicable people ever to hold public office. Has undermined the rule of law. He has isolated the United States allies. He has decimated our country's standing and leadership around the world. He has empowered and emboldened white nationalists, racist criminals, and con men just like himself. He flew to Puerto Rico after the island was ravaged by a hurricane, insulted San Juan's mayor, and proceeded to throw paper towels at our fellow Americans who are to this day still trying to recover from that storm. He endorsed a pedophile that ran for the United States Senate and defended white beaters on his White House staff. This man lies on a daily basis and for all of the people and institutions he has insulted over the last two years, the only person he will not offend or criticize is Vladimir Putin, (laughs) a brutal dictator who does not share our nation's interests around the world. Of course, none of this should surprise any of us, because Donald Trump revealed and showed us who he is and what he was all about throughout his campaign. You may have heard that Donald Trump recently attacked me at the Grenon Club dinner last week. And people are asking me, oh my goodness, what do you think about that? Well, I tell you what I think about it. I certainly expected him to do something like that. I don't know why it took him so long. Don't forget This man who's disparaging me has been called stupid, ignorant, uninformed, unhinged, and a moron by his own staff and appointees. And so he had the nerve to attack me. I'm in this fight. I am not going to back down. And I believe that all of us deserve better than Donald Trump. I believe this country deserves better than Donald Trump. I wanted everyone to know that they had a right to be angry about the election of Trump, that this president is not normal, (laughs) but that all is not lost, because each of us has the power to set this country back on track. I feel very confident and hopeful about the future because I know there are so many people here tonight and in cities and towns across the United States who are about to reclaim their time and reclaim this country. So, we are counting on all of you to show up during the 2018 midterms and vote for people who will restore they this did. democracy they and uphold did. everything that we have fought for to advance the LGBTQ equality. And ladies and gentlemen, again, I keep bringing up Moeller's name because I have so much faith in him. I like the work that he's doing. I think he's going to get him. And if for some reason he's not able to get him, I'm counting on Stormy to do it.
1: Well, here we go again. Donald Trump uh, is being ridiculed for being the only living U.S. president to not recite the Christian Apostle Creed. I'm looking at a photograph here, folks, of all the living presidents, their, their wives. Everybody is reading something. Their their eyes are down, uh, reading something from this pamphlet. Donald Trump and his wife are not. Trump is Trump looks mean and nasty and ornery, and he, he just you can just see it on his face. I'm not gonna read a damn thing. This is Donald Trump. He's weird. He's the One of the things is, if Donald Trump dies, we're not – he's not going to get a, a, a session like this. He's not going to get a funeral like this. He's not going to get a presidential funeral. They're just going to dig a hole and throw that bastard in it, and the rest of us are going to come by and spit on it. This guy, Donald Trump, is just ridiculous. I just can't – I can't say it anymore. This guy is ridiculous. Uh, You know uh, – Everybody, Obama, Michelle, uh, Hillary, Bill Clinton, uh, the other president, I can't think of his name right now. Oh, okay. Uh, Anyway, all the presidents and their wives are reading this pamphlet. It's called the um, if we can see it again, it's called the uh, Christian Apostle Creed. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's some sort of a. B- biblical verse or something. They're at uh, G- George H. W.'s funeral. Everybody's reading Itself for Trump and his wife. Uh, they look so stupid and dumb. I mean, why did they come to the funeral in the first place? Why did they come? They don't want to be there. They don't like it. They, uh, Trump has criticized the Bushes in the past. That's why when uh, Barbara Bush died, she's not there at her funeral. But the Bushes wanted Donald Trump there for some damn reason. They probably regret it. <laughs> they probably regret it um, trump he, I'm pretty sure that uh once this uh funeral is over, all of this all of this stuff uh, celebrations are over and and he's back to normal. I'm pretty sure he's going to come up with something uh some sort of distraction to get our minds off of what we just saw as pertaining to the funeral. Of George H W Bush, he's gonna go. He's gonna go back to tweeting his being controversial, misspelling, lots of grammar errors. But he's gonna be tweeting like crazy. He's gonna tweet about how much he didn't like the funeral. I mean, Donald Trump is one way the way the following second. This is this is Donald Trump. So. I'm guessing um, from his past, you know, I'm guessing that he is uh, going to start a distraction of some sort. My understanding is that Mueller is going to be coming out with something. Well, he did come out with something. Michael Flynn uh, will not get any jail time because he has been cooperating with the special counselor. And Trump is pissed. He is totally pissed, obstructing justice again, out in the open. And Trump doesn't realize that he's so stupid that t- obstructing justice and tweeting about all of this shit is going to be used against him in a court of law. They're going to use all of that garbage that Trump, Trump has been tweeting, especially the obstruction of justice part and the collusion part. Uh, they, it's going to be all used against him because it's public record. He did it, you know. He's too dumb to realize that. But I'm still looking at this photograph, folks, and it is just heartbreaking. Well, not heartbreaking. Uh, all of these other presidents, Jimmy Carter—that's the—that's the guy I wanted to say. Jimmy Carter and his wife. Uh, all of the presidents, you know, except for the stupid ass, ignorant ass, dumb ass, crazy ass, hateful ass Donald Trump. And they got in his ass. I'm pretty sure Twitter, Facebook, and a lot of these other social networks and, and some of the uh, CNN, some of the uh, news outlets, CNN, USA Today, Huffington Post, uh, The Hill, a lot of these publications, I'm pretty sure they got in his ass because of it. He's just a, He looks like a snouty, pouting-ass three-year-old child that looks like he's 73 years old. It's just awful. It's just awful that we have this man impressed. This man is president of the United States. He doesn't give two shits about the United States. He and Mike Pence, yeah, uh, Pence hired a lawyer, a private lawyer. Yeah, it was stated, it was all over the news that he hired a private lawyer. In other words, you know, his ass is going to jail too. So we're going to have, hopefully, hopefully. We have Donald Trump and Pence going to fucking jail. I mean, he's not going to hire a private lawyer if, if there's nothing to be found, right? He's hiring a private lawyer to protect his ass because he knows something is there. Mike Pence, the vice president of the United States. And if Donald Trump and Mike Pence goes to jail, then the next person in line to be president of the United States is who? It's Well, it could be Nancy Pelosi. Put it that way. It could be could Nancy Pelosi. You know, a lot of people are saying that. So it could be. I'm going to say it could be. A lot of people are saying, well, it will be Nancy Pelosi. But first, we have to send these fucks to jail. And also, Pence did not read his. Pence did, I'm looking at Pence, and he didn't read his, and I guess he's following his boss. Uh, there's no greater ass kisser than Mike Pence. I mean, he's just crazy about kissing Donald Trump's ass. I mean, you know, I mean, he wouldn't take a million dollars if he couldn't kiss Donald Trump's ass. But anyway, the photograph just looks awful. Everybody's participating, everybody's reading except for Donald Trump and his hooker wife. And I can tell she doesn't want to be there. She's only there because he's probably paying her to be there. What's her name? Ivanka Melania. I, I don't know these folks' names. Um, Trump probably rather have his daughter there. Who knows? Anyway, Trump ridiculed. He's ridiculed. People are, are 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 bashing him. Trump doesn't give a shit about being bashed. He wants to. He he's thinking about how he's gonna try to to uh, uh, divert attention away from this. Probably tomorrow or Friday sometime this week. He's going to try and do something, say something, fuck something fuck something up in America that people need, like take away this and take away that uh, to try to get you from get you to stop thinking about how such an ass he is. He's an ass everywhere he goes. Donald Trump is an ass everywhere he goes, whether it's a funeral. Or it's overseas, or it's France, somewhere overseas, like France and and Helsinki. He's a complete ass wherever he goes. You can just kick him up in his ass. Bing! Start acting presidential and stop being such an idiot. Yeah, he is. Okay, always a laugh when they call the piece of shit. (laughs) This is a poster, okay? Donald Trump is, has been a trillion pieces of shit on Facebook, okay? Always at laugh when they call the piece of shit all its life with Christian, okay, and chosen God. they uh desperately turning to religion, only trying to make Trumpy look good. You can't make Trump look good. There's no way to make Trump look good. Trump has never looked good. Remember he said that he, when he was younger, he looked like he looked like Elvis Presley. Yeah, he, he said when he was younger, he looked like Elvis Presley. I, I'm going to say, I saw a younger picture of Donald Trump. He's not a bad looking guy. He's not bad looking, but he does not look like Elvis. <laughs> he looked like Elvis Presley. Give me a break. Um I don't know where he got that from, but this is what this man is, and he is atrocious. So I'm going to have to do something with this, okay? Um, Always a laugh, okay, that's the same thing I shared. Here he is again at another photograph. In another photograph at the funeral, with his hand, with with his arms folded, pouting like a three-year-old child at this man's funeral, Trump's, odd man out his president's assemble for Bush funeral. Yeah, he is a piece of shit. What can I say? All right, we're going to, uh, folks, we're just about off the air. Sorry for my colorful language. It happens sometimes, and uh, sometimes it's very useful, <laughs> especially when you're talking about Donald Trump, because he is just an awful, awful person, an awful, awful man, and he should not be President of the United States. And I want to say one other thing. Um, Let no one control your life. Your life belongs to you. I mean, if you haven't, if you did not hear uh, what I was saying at the beginning of the show, podcast the show later and listen to it. It is very, very important because we do have too many bullies, too many thugs, too many people around here who think they can try to uh, bully in on your life and control it. It's it's not going to happen. So, you know, uh, if you really want to do something like that, uh, rebroadcast the show and listen to it. I think it's a good show. I had a great time today, folks. I really did. And starting after Christmas, we're going to try and book as many people on the show as we can get. Uh, try to make it pick, pick the show up and, you know, and um, and um, do a lot of things. We're going to have a lot of authors on the show. We're going to have everybody callers on the kind of thing starting in January. You know, I mean, we can have that right now. It's okay, but we're going to have a lot more of this in January 2019. I want to say happy holidays to everybody, even happy new year. Happy new 2019. All right. I want to say um, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for podcasting the show. Thank, I want to thank my entire radio audience out there around the world for tuning in and make sure you tune in tomorrow. And I want you to enjoy the show whenever you listen to it if you haven't listened live you podcast the show um have a great evening have a great morning have a great afternoon have a great weekend bye-bye everybody
2: Begin to fall. Never, never, fall. never, never. never, never. never help the black man if he struggles one more day. Ever help the white man if he turns.